He's really enjoying yeah, yeah. his intro that he created for us. We really uh-huh. thank you for that. <laughs> we are back again for another episode back up, back of up, back My up. Kind of Crazy. And kind this crazy. Um, podcast, we started this podcast because we are two very different individuals, married couple, and we wanted to share our story, our journey, while encouraging and empowering other married couples that even though you're different, even though you may have some roadblocks, that you can be a successful and prosperous marriage, relationship, family. Um, we all come from different backgrounds. We all have our issues and baggage that we bring into the relationship. Yep. But yet and still, you can have a fulfilling and loving and prosperous relationship. Absolutely. Even though y'all different. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, being different is great. Yeah. It's being, you know, being, being different is something that I think that adds uh, to, your, to your marriage. And, it and, really does. And coming to the realization of understanding how different you guys are, um, honestly, is the the greatest blessing out of marriage. When you mm-hmm. realize that someone's different than you, first of all, I wouldn't want to marry myself. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and then understanding, you know, how much I, you know, just knowing myself and how crazy I can get and everything, I need somebody else to be that other balance, you know, that yin to my yang. So just knowing that and uh, mm-hmm. and just coming to realize that, you know, this other person is supposed to be the the, the, the thing that balances me in this life and, and, and knowing our Christian walk in that process, I feel like honestly marriage is just that full image of what Christ ultimately wants us to become. So us realizing and celebrating yeah. the differences in our spouse, that's one of the greatest gifts that God, I think, uh, want, wants to give us. So that's what this uh, podcast is all about, coming to understand yeah. all of that. We posted on our Instagram page recently, like um, every every week we give you guys like a challenge or something to do to connect yep. with your spouse. Like a date night or couch time or something like that. That's really like an engaging topic mm-hmm. or something that really can kind of, you know, not, it's not supposed to bring any type of tension or anything like that or start any arguments, but it's supposed to be something that's really just to kind of engage and, and to help you really connect with your spouse in a different way than you probably thought, you know, from any other week. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of those things to help you. Yeah, and, and, and our most recent one was um, name one thing that you're going to celebrate in your spouse. Mm-hmm. So I just want to celebrate you. I, I want to celebrate my my husband is very much so an analytical thinker. Mm. He, I am the go for it risk taker of the two of us. Mm. He is the wait. Let's figure this thing out. Let's figure out if this yeah. is actually possible. Well, let's not jump off this cliff. Yes, <laughs> like, we'll in, fly. In, in all of two seconds. We'll fly. Right. We'll fly. That's me. That's yeah. me. We gonna fly. Yeah. And he like um, where's the parachute at? <laughs> Where the, where, the, where the kids going to be at? You know? Oh, my God. I thank yeah, God I for you. Down, so yeah. I appreciate yeah. that difference in you. Yeah. And and one of the greatest things I think about my wife is that she's honestly, she honestly has that as a giving heart. And she's, you know, she's honestly just something I feel like just a special gift. I mean, because honestly, a part of the, you know, the risk-taking part that it is kind of her, it's a part of her character and it's part of just her, her bubbliness of just, being so so excited, so her, you know, her her bubbliness and her, you know, activeness, you know, and just being so aggressive at different things a lot of times, is something that really kind of helps. Um, it, it it just kind of helps honestly. It motivates me and it, and it encourages me on on different occasions. But a lot of times I just have to tell her, you know, go somewhere and sit down because it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, but most times it's actually good, you know, just because it allows us to kind of be able to grow and just understand each other. Because all these different things just pose questions that we can be able to answer and inquire about the other person and see, you know, why, you know, because yeah. everybody that's the greatest question that you can always ask. And that's the most inquisitive and wonderful question to be able to ask to engage with your spouses. Why? Yeah. And don't ask that question in like some kind of a, you know, mean way, but ask it in a way of like just trying to understand and learning your spouse. You know what I'm saying? The greatest thing that we can do is get a PhD in our spouses. That's right. And so that's the whole idea behind understanding and celebrating each other's differences is doing that, getting a PhD in your spouse and knowing them better than anybody else does. Yeah. So So how has your week been, babe? My week... My week has been has been okay. You know, it's it's been good. You know, uh, you know, obviously you got news and stuff like that in the world going on and stuff like that. Yeah, still in but the um, but I've kind of been actually good. I mean, honestly, this uh, past week or so, I had a birthday. Whoop whoop. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. The Boy. crowd goes by. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So having that birthday was awesome, man. I really enjoyed it. It was a wonderful day, and just uh, this time I mean, it was the most different birthday I've ever had in my life. Actually, mm-hmm. a pandemic birthday, quarantine, a birthday. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quarantine birthday, exactly. And so, um, you know, so that was interesting. You know, I knew, you know, got some got a little drive-by birthday party kind of thing, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. um, you know, with with the family and friends and stuff like you that, got which some is new cool. Symbols. Yep, yep. If if y'all don't know, I'm actually a drummer, so I got some new, uh, some new hardware and things like that. So I'm excited to kind of put some of that stuff up on social media and everything. But um, but no, but it was actually pretty fun. It was uh, it was really good. I'm uh, uh, just excited for a new year. Excited for the new uh, challenges that this year of thirty six is gonna bring. And uh, yeah, and I'm just really just happy about it. I'm so thankful and so so appreciative to God mm-hmm. just his his faithfulness and his covering and his protection and everything. So he's truly been been good. So. Um, that's a blessing. Yeah. So how was your week, babe? Yeah, my week is actually, um, pretty good as well. I'm still adjusting to being at home, you know, all the time with the mm. kids, but it's my new normal because, um, we're homeschooling. I'm, I'm trying to embrace this new season and just the new world that we live in, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to go out and do, uh, family vacations are going to look different. Everything is just going to look different. And so, you know, adjusting to that, like, I, I'm i just adjusting to it and trying to trying to see the silver lining and it all. Mm. But, um, you know, I really want to celebrate our podcast, though, because mm. um, last week, or I just recently checked our numbers, 101 people listened to our podcast. Woo, 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 woo. Yes. So right. we want to thank every thank every guys, listener. Man. Thank you guys so much. For, for listening. If you guys could uh, rate so our podcast and leave a comment. I mean just tell us what you think, what you what you want to hear. We would love to get some feedback from you guys about this whole thing. Yep. Uh we're doing this for you. So we appreciate that. So I I, I just want to celebrate our podcast. I mean yeah. I feel like, you know, just hearing all those people you know listen to our podcast is, is amazing so yeah, we appreciate yeah, yeah. y'all absolutely absolutely and we gotta we, we gotta work on a name for you guys so some of our fans that are out there and our supporters so mm-hmm. our little crazies or something I don't know we're gonna figure something out close, so. <laughs> you don't wanna call up that <laughs> I would not wanna well we all a little crazy so we all got something everybody, on us you know what I'm saying yes so, if hey. you don't know why our podcast is called My Kind of Crazy cause everybody got a little bit of crazy everybody got a little bit so of crazy so when you, you know, marry somebody you're actually marrying trying to figure out 
what crazy you can live with. A to the man. You know, a because the nobody's perfect. Exactly. And we all got some deal breakers and we all got Listen. some stuff that we can live with. We got stuff we, it's not about finding with, that so. perfect person. Exactly. It's not. And it's, so it's about what can you a, live with? Correct. Correct. <laughs> And so, and absolutely, and that's the that's the beauty behind the whole title of this deal. So, and, and it's just so true. Yeah. At the end of the day, so um, but with all that being said, thank you, babe, for just laying out and everything for um, you know, what you did this week and everything. Uh, this week has honestly been, you know, it's been a blessing overall. At the same time, regardless of whatever good news or bad news is going on, and everything, but all we know is that we are expecting coming up on um, a special week, um, national holiday. Um, Father's Day. Yep. So we so, are looking uh, forward to that. Um, and uh, and I'm honestly just honestly just thankful because God has blessed me with two amazing kids um, through my beautiful wife <laughs> here. You are and, so uh, uh, you know, I hey. carried those kids in my belly. Mm. And uh, so it's not Mother's Day; it's Father's Day. <laughs> um, so yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> But yes, you did carry those kids. So thank you so much for bringing them into the world. You, that, that's just a blessing. But yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Every day is Mother's Day, guys. I remember that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, but no, it's a blessing just you know to be a father to uh, two amazing kids, and that, and that's something that we honestly want to be able to do today. Is we want to be able to honor fathers, but we also as well want to be able to. Communicate on a really honest level as well too about fathers, uh, just in just in general how it coordinates with marriage and how it yeah. actually can affect your marriage, um, with your relationship with your father or whether you had one, whether you didn't have one, whether they were there, whether they were kind of not there, whether they were there but not there, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Everything affects you in the season of uh, of marriage, and those things, whether you realize them or not, uh, you know take a part and play a part in your relationship and in your character and how you communicate um how you receive authority even in your even in your salvation as well too and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today what do you think about that yes oh um you know father's day could be we're going to approach it from two different perspectives it could be something that you look forward to celebrating because you had an amazing father or you are an amazing father to your children or maybe you're married to your husband who is an amazing father and if you're not married maybe you just have a your co-parenting with somebody that is an amazing father so that's one perspective is looking forward to father's day to celebrate that father in your life and the other perspective we wanted to address is those that look at Father's Day and they get discouraged or they get sad or it's not a good day for them mm. because it's a reminder of what they don't have or mm. what they did not have. And um, it's kind of a painful day for them. It's a painful day. Yeah. And so we want to talk about father wounds and how you can heal from that to a point where you can see Father's Day next year as an amazing holiday that you also can celebrate um, we want to address, address those father wounds today, too. Yeah. Yeah, and the other side of things we wanted to touch on was pretty much, you know, fathers being the example of security and protection and just that image of Christ in the household. I think that's so important uh, for fathers to understand and to know their their, their purpose and their place um, of how they need to be the covering for the household and be that head in the way in which Christ um, is to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, having that that kind of conversation I feel like right now is honestly going to be truly, um, 
it's really good because when we can be able to have that in coordination also as well with marriage, mm-hmm. um, that makes a big difference with, you know, security being one of the highest uh, needs of your wife as well. It's going to be the same thing for your children as well, too. Of course, going along with protection, security and things of that nature uh, and being that image of Christ. Uh, in ultimate fashion to be able to lead them to Christ. Yeah, and actually I want to um, really address wives as well in that in that particular area of speaking life and being an example to your children, you know, as um, not only just the wife, but as their, the father of your children. If, if you are married to the father of your children, it is, or if even if you're not, it, it, you are being an example to your children of how to treat a man, speak to a man, mm-hmm. and honor and respect a man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always easy. I think it's a lot easier said than done, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure, when you are maybe upset or you're trying to work something out within mm-hmm. your relationship. I think sometimes it's easier to just say how you feel or spout mm-hmm. off at the mouth. But it's important to remember that these little eyes are always watching and yeah. they are soaking up everything yeah especially in complicated situations or complicated relationships and stuff like that yeah they're soaking up everything and you know it's important that um that you remember uh that they are a huge part of your family legacy Mm -hmm. so the question that you ask have to ask yourself is what image or example am i giving my children what image or example am i giving my children when i'm honoring this father, this this person, this husband, this uh, co-parent in my life, whichever one of those fits. Um, and then for those that, you know, look at Father's Day and they're like, you know, I actually don't like Father's Day because it reminds me of my childhood. You know, I, I, just to be transparent with my story, I did not grow up with um, my biological dad. He was in and out, you know, of my life. Sometimes he was there, sometimes he wasn't. But I had a stepfather that was there consistently Mm -hmm. and I feel like that gave me a framework of a family you know even though my biological dad wasn't there as much as I wanted it him to be my stepdad gave me a framework of a family and I I appreciate that I also had godfathers a few of them that helped fill in the gaps of my father so you know, I look at, I used to look at Father's Day wasn't the, the happiest day for me. It wasn't like a day that I was like, oh, I'm so happy about this. And then I went, I realized as I grew in Christ, as I started to seek God for different things. And I went through a class called Kairos and it mm. dealt with father wounds. Yeah. And I didn't even realize I had any father wounds, y'all. Mm. I thought that I was good. I mean, I thought that, oh, I forgave him. But them deep father wounds started to come up in this class about how I perceived God mm. and my perception of God based on my perception of fathers mm. on the earth. That's why our our fathers, like my husband and all you dads out there that are listening, like you are a representation of God, the father mm. to your, to your children absolutely. in a way, in a way, absolutely. you know? Um, yeah. 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 And absolutely. You know, in the, in being that example, again, you know, as being an image of Christ in your own household, 
um, it's a bit of a mantle, but it's not to say that you have to be Jesus Christ and you know mm-hmm. and everything whatever. But it's the idea of giving them the example of that again, like we mentioned before, the security, the protection, and just the example of of loving, compassion, and grace in that fashion of how you lead your household and how you cover uh, your household and how you even. Um, how you even address and communicate with your wife, you know what I'm saying? All those different things in coordination make a difference in that way. Um, and so that's what we kind of have to be held accountable to in that context because there is a self-sacrificial portion in all of this, you know, because, you know, in everything we have to be the ones to keep the cool head and everything we have to be the ones to be the, the sound, you know, voice of reason um, because our our tone, our veracity, our communication uh, hold so much weight uh, mm-hmm. in the in the household, and I think a lot of times a lot of men don't 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 realize how much that actually happens and how much that actually does matter and how much weight their voice and yes, um, that interpretation of that in the household carries, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's such a responsibility of in the Christ like head image figure uh, that actually matters so much in the context of fathers. Um, and so just kind of being conscientious of that makes a difference, uh, specifically also as well going and that transitioning into your, into your marriage, because that's that same level of, of, uh, of trust and also as well covering that you have to actually have to give towards your, your wife as well too, which obviously consequently security being one of those main needs that your actual wife needs. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the blessings behind it, but also as well, that can be one of the challenges that goes along with it as well too. A lot of times we're not always um afforded the ability to be frazzled at times or to be you know kind of out of control a lot of times because if we go out of control the whole house goes out of control you know what i'm saying if we go left everything else kind of goes left and we have to be the ones to be that soothing voice of you know strength uh protection and comfort that people can kind of feel you know the children can can feel comforted to come to the wife can feel comforted to come to mm-hmm. uh in all those ways and everything whether it be considered you know in any area or level of uh of of matters of the household and so um that's the biggest thing and that's honestly one of the greatest things i feel like um that just that we have to be able to focus on and make sure that we have in context and just to be uh you know clear as well too just as even as my wife was communicating about her father as well too i can communicate about my father um you know i, I know i felt like i you know my father first of all he was there and i love my i love my dad i truly did um, um, and any of you guys may, may I know as well too my dad he, he passed away not, I guess about what was it a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and so um, you know and that's something that I feel like you know for me you know it just kind of you know I have a little bit of a hard time kind of allowing myself to kind of uh, you know I always think about the date of when he actually passed and things like that because it's something that I feel like you know I don't feel like I'm necessarily in denial about it but I feel like it's something that I want myself to kind of be able to you know kind of register in my own timing and everything and so um you know as much as I was connected with him as well too I feel like he wasn't as hands-on as he could have been um as my dad you know I'm saying he was actually there and you know we you know talked a lot and things like that or whatever we connected but my dad was a little bit older than I was actually so Mm -hmm. a lot of bit older actually so my dad I think he was like I said, what is he, like 65 at one point in time? And I was actually like 15, actually. And so it was a couple of generations kind of apart there in that way, uh, which kind of created a bit of a disconnect for us. Um, And, you know, how we sometimes will communicate about certain things uh, when we sometimes either disagree and things like that. Um, But, you know, having those opportunities, we still were able to talk and communicate and everything. It just, you know, 
you know, how we connected on different activities and stuff like that or whatever really was that connected. My dad was a pastor. And so all we did was church. So it was just, you know, you know, especially early on, you know, in my childhood as well, too. We, you know, there was literally church every single day. If it wasn't choir rehearsal, it was a revival or it was a church service or it was some kind of a musical or something going on all the time at the church and everything. And so you never really had that great opportunity to be able to connect father to son the best way a lot of times. Um, and, 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 and it showed ultimately. And so, um, but at the same time, I still appreciate him for who he was and what he represented in my life and everything, you know, um, you know, just the atmosphere of being around church and everything is what drew mm-hmm. me to Christ, which was the blessing beyond all of that. And so, yeah. um, so yeah, that's what I'll probably say towards that. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, the way that I healed, you know, everybody has to, I can hear somebody asking a question like, mm-hmm. how did you heal from those father wounds? Mm-hmm. And I, I, the way that I healed, because a lot of what we're saying, it sounds like a lot, you know, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you're doing this, you got to make sure you're doing that in, in your relationships. The only way yeah. to make this whole thing work, y'all, is to submit your life to Christ yes. and to seek him only daily. Because when I tell you, sometimes it's a daily forgiveness, mm. forgiving your father for the past things that he's done mm-hmm. and making a commitment that forgiveness is going to be a regular occurrence. Yeah. It's, it's like a tune up. It's like getting mm-hmm. that oil change in your car Amen. or even yeah. changing your clothes every day. Like It could be <laughs> that frequent that you yeah. need to. OK, I need to go through another forgiveness because I'm feeling some bitterness from this, uh, mm-hmm. something triggered me, yep. you know, something happened and I just need to see God and help him help me have a clean and pure heart. Yeah. Like having a clean and pure heart is key. You cannot, let me say this clearly. You cannot bring your bitterness from your dad into a marriage and things will go, will think, think things will go smoothly. Mm, exactly. <laughs> things will not, they will go be rocky. And what I found that for me is I had, I put all the weight of what I, my poor husband. I put all the weight of what I expected from my dad on him in our first year of marriage. Like uh, I literally was like, "Oh, he's gonna fill in all these gaps." Yeah. <laughs> and trust me, I could feel it too. Yeah, yeah. I, and I had this heavy expectation, and so you know, when when he couldn't meet those, because nobody could, you mm-hmm. know, only Christ really can. Yeah, right. When he didn't meet those expectations, disappointment set in. And it made me feel like, oh, like, this is mm-hmm. the same feeling I had with my dad. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with my husband. It had mm-hmm. everything to do with my dad mm-hmm. and me healing from those issues with him mm-hmm. and that disappointment that he caused. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's so key that you seek God, seek Christ daily, surrender your bitterness, your hurt. And I didn't know that I had any, I was thought I was, I thought I was fine. Now, a lot of people are walking around thinking they're fine. Mm-hmm. If you have to go to counseling, mm-hmm. go to counseling, do it, get, do the hard work that you got to do because it's going to affect not only your marriage, but it's going to affect your children. Yeah, absolutely. And if you listen to this, and even if you're single as well, too, I think it's a healthy thing to do this before you get married as oh, well, yes. too, to go take some counseling and just go get some, you know, get some resources just simply about allowing yourself to be able to heal from these different wounds and these different past hurts that you may be dealing with or kind of suppressing or trying to forget or just like, oh, I'm good. You know, I let it roll off my back. I forgot about it. It's been years ago, whatever. A lot of times that can be a denial form of fashion because honestly, once we realize that certain things can start, you know, getting talked about at certain times, we can figure that, oh, certain things become trigger words. 
So mm-hmm. if you so if you bring up your father, or if you bring up the love of your father, or what or what he was to you, or how he was to you, how he treated you, or things like that, or whatever, you'll come to find out that some of those things that you brushed up under the rug, you know, weren't full, ain't fully gone no, nowhere just yet, you know. And so, being honest with with yourself about the process and everything, and allowing yourself to you know. Uh, to go through counseling to get healing and true, you know, re- revelation about these different things to find out where your system and where your spirit really is with all those things, whether you need to get forgiveness, hit a reset button and allow yourself to be able to, you know, come back to wanting, even go to, go to Christ about it and let him heal those areas that only he can heal uh, is imperatively important. Yeah, and we really want to highlight scripture because, you know, we feel like the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, y'all. There's so much Mm -hmm. in the word. If you can just apply the God God's word to your life or even just let it read you because mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't read the word it reads us mm-hmm. um it will transform your life I cannot tell you guys how transformational it has been for me to seek his word every day mm-hmm. like life changing transformational and it is without fail so um I'm gonna read Exodus 20 and 12 this is out of the English Standard Version Um, It says, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And I like this scripture because it doesn't matter what your father or your mother did to you. Your only responsibility is to honor them. And for me, being that I had um, like a a, not the perfect, um, I guess, idea of a father um, growing up. Honoring him just for me means that not necessarily that we're super close, but that I don't ever speak negatively about him, um, uh, you know, openly or that I don't like try to dis- dishonor his name mm-hmm. or I don't, you know, I, I just try to be supportive of him when he comes around. I love him. I, you know, appreciate the time that I do have with him because mm-hmm. we never know when he's not going to be here mm-hmm. and I just want to it's the only dad I got <laughs> mm-hmm. so whether he is perfect or not I'm going to honor him as my dad and you know he has gotten better and I appreciate the things that he has grown in and that's all you guys nobody's perfect all you can ask for somebody is just to that they grow. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's something that God has to do through them. So allowing yeah. so allowing yourself to just pray for them and seeing what God can do through them, you'll be so surprised and so shocked how he can move on your behalf. Mm-hmm. So um so what I would actually say just in the scriptures and in, in the same accordance uh with with my wife is actually gonna be coming from Psalms one hundred and three and thirteen. Um and actually another one as well too, but with this first one here it says as a father shows compassion to his children, so to uh, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear Him, and I felt like that scripture honestly uh, was in a, was honestly in accordance to just us realizing the compassion and the grace that we need to have for the household, mm-hmm. and that we need to approach communicating with whether it be with our kids or even as well with our wife as well to that compassion and that love that we need to be able to have to set that tone of love and grace and compassion and you'll come to find that that's something that actually gets exemplified and exercised and been repeated throughout your household as well too which is a healthy thing uh the next uh, scripture that i have connected with that is that um uh, is luke 15 and 20 and it says and he rose and came to his father but while he was still a long way off his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him 
Now, if you don't know, uh, this scripture is actually in accordance to the prodigal son. And so this was when, you know, his son, you know, had left, um, you know, and just, you know, out of, out of frustration and everything and just uh, just and just disconnected himself from from his father and was away for a long time and ultimately felt led to come come back. But at the same time, he was coming back in the mindset that he was just, oh, man, I just disowned my, my dad and. You know, and I'm I'm just not connected with him anymore. And he just felt such shame and such guilt and such depression about the whole situation, and thought that his father wouldn't accept him anymore. But ultimately, the scripture is saying that his father wanted to ultimately feel compassion for him. He just wanted to embrace him and kiss him, and it was just like he just wanted to welcome him home. And this is just an example of how God the Father is with us. Mm-hmm. No matter how no matter how far we how go we off go. and fall off, yeah. you know our our trail. You know what I'm saying? And and um. You know, it, he he's he's willing to be able to bring us back. You know what I'm saying? He has such grace for us, and he has such love for us, uh, to draw us back in. And so, in that same accordance, it allows us to be able to, you know, receive the Holy Spirit in that same way. And so, um, you know, yeah, I think that's a, honestly one of the blessings behind it, just being able to realize how God can be able to be that example. In that same way, we need to be an example for our children as well, too. I love that scripture and exactly what you were saying. Um, I really want to look into this this particular scripture um, as well. It's in 2 Corinthians. Let's see here. 2 Corinthians, or let me see. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 6 and 18. Um, it's down. Let me just go to that particular mm-hmm. scripture. Let me just find it here. It says, and I will be a father to you. And you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. So this goes back to what I was saying earlier about healing from father father wounds. A really big part of healing from father wounds is recognizing that God is your father, that you are not with lack. I think that's an important piece, definitely as a woman or a girl, um, a daughter, to know that you are not without, that he is always there. He's watching out for you. He's with you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. And when you embrace that, that idea that I don't have, I wasn't without, he was there with me the whole time. You recognize that you can embrace him and have that relationship with him. And it's a two way role, you know, as um, a, a person that did not grow up with a traditional father, maybe your father was not there as much as you wanted, wanted them to be just Make sure that you recognize it is a two-way road, even with God, your father, that you have to seek him. You have to conversate with him, talk to him. You know, that's a big part of healing from those father wounds. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I I just really feel like, you know, this is the culmination of a lot of this, because whether your father is in your life or not, um, whether you had a bad relationship with him, whether you have a great relationship with him, um, we all know that our heavenly father is the truth and only father that honestly uh that rests in our heart that brings us peace that brings us covering that brings us security that brings us love and grace and just that reassurance and rest assurance in a time of need at any time so that is something something that we truly hold fast to and hold our faith in as christians and as just someone that uh is just that people that as people that have a relationship with with jesus christ um 
Yeah, I just feel like that honestly is just the main basis that allows us to be able to get through seasons like this when they can be tough and they and they can be hard, um, but also as well they can be a time of blessing and great um, upliftings and just being able to you know celebrate our fathers in so many different ways. Um, if you can't, you know, if you don't have an actual father that you can be able to celebrate with, then you can be able to celebrate the father that you have in heaven, and that's the greatest blessing of it all. So. Um, that honestly culminates what we actually um, wanted to be able to cover for fathers. We just honestly yeah. wanted to wish everyone, <laughs> every, every father out there, happy Father's Day, a special happy Father's mm-hmm. Day. Uh, you are doing a great work. You are loved. You are appreciated. You need it. And you are needed mm-hmm. in the household and in the world today. Yes. So we, we love on you guys, we we celebrate you, and we just bless you yep. in the name of Jesus Christ. So Yep, so we're going to move into our fun part of our mm-hmm. podcast. This is where we kind of do like fun questions, getting to know us, and you guys can also use these questions on your date nights just to get to know each other as well. So our first question is, Something I wanted to quit, but my parents wouldn't let me was, <clears throat> for me, I think it probably was band. <laughs> I, okay. I played the trumpet. Uh, oh, they should have let you quit. When you I, were doing I mean, that. I, I played the do. trumpet, <laughs> but, you know, my mom was always encouraging me that I should go and mm-hmm. I should stay in band. It was a good thing. And I enjoyed learning music. I just, mm-hmm. did, I wasn't a fan of the trumpet particularly. I mean, it was a cool instrument to see what I could instrument. do. But I think I wanted to do something else, either like piano mm-hmm. or the flute. I was always interested in the flute. Oh, really? Even the clarinet, you know, it's just the trumpet. You look like a clarinet girl. Yeah. I was always in the band. I'm like, okay, I can see. I can, I can see you as a clarinet yeah, girl. Yeah, I would love to You got to clarinet do. hair. Yeah. I changed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my hair like weekly. He get a new wife, y'all, every week. I tell you, right? I tell you. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my answer to that question would probably be, um, I'd probably say it's honestly, yeah, okay, uh, let's see here. I'd probably say it's honestly, I, I guess I'm going to say like my, my hometown. Uh, the only reason why I say that, say, you know, it says something I wanted to quit. I didn't want to quit, you know, my, my, my hometown. I just wanted to actually go to college in New York. That's what I was always thinking about, but oh. I never got a chance to go away to New York to go to school because I wanted to go to go to go to school out there. Uh, but I felt like I don't know. I mean, I guess I think time and you know circumstances allowed itself to be able to stick for for me to stick stick around. And honestly, it was a blessing because I ran into my wife eventually afterwards. So yeah. if I had a, if I going to know who, who if I had gone to New York, who would have known if I would have ever have a have actually uh, met my wife? And so it's actually a blessing with that. Yep. So on to the next question. Uh, let's see here. Okay, this might be cool. What is your favorite scene from your favorite movie? I gotta think about that one. Well, I have hmm. a few favorite movies, but you know whether that's The Lion King, which I love that one. I also love The Notebook. Um, that's probably like my all-time favorite movie is The Notebook because I'm a helpless romantic, <laughs> and that book, that movie made me cry like I was like I was in it like and it was because of the idea of love lasting so long so the favorite scene of that movie that I love you guys haven't seen though but this is a spoiler alert so (laughs) the notebook is if you haven't seen it this is a spoiler alert but the favorite scene that I love the most is at the very end um the the husband is dying, or no, it's the wife that's dying, and they're both in a nursing home. 
and she, um, they were in love before, and I think that, I can't remember the particular exact thing, but I think they, 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 they went separate ways, and they found their ways back to each other, and they're in the same nursing home. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, it's good, it's good, it's good, I love it. Yeah, so they're in a nursing home, and they they she's uh she's passing away, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. the nurse is saying, you know, the nurse asks the husband, or actually the husband asks the nurse, hey, can I can I go be with her? Mm. And um, she the nurse says, yes, yes, yes. She's she's uh you know she's not doing well, but you can go you can go see her. So he gets up out of bed late at night. Mm. He walks down the hall because they spent they've been spending a lot of time together. Um, as old people and he goes into the room and he's talking to her and they're reminiscing and just kind of sharing their hearts and love. You can tell, you can feel the love. And then he climbs into the bed with her. And so she, she was passing away, but end up, they ended up both passing away at the same time. Oh my. And it was so beautiful. That sucks. (laughs) <laughs> what? Whatever, my God! No, that's tragic. No. They they passed away at the same time. The love he couldn't live without her. He couldn't live without her. Oh. He loved her so much. When she went, he went too. That love that's that strong is. I mean, I ball. I'm falling. About to cry thinking about it because oh I'm so emotional. Yeah, my husband's not emotional. Two old people died at the same time. Dion, Man, that's can you just remember? Like my goodness. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, so what my so my answer, yeah, my answer to that question is first of all, I like a lot of action movies. So um, see how different we are. Yeah, now. absolutely. Celebrate it. All right, here we go. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> So what I like, I guess, I guess so. Um, uh, so I was a big Avengers fan, right? And I was upset just like anybody else when they left us with that big old cliffhanger after the first Avengers, when everybody, when like half of everybody disappeared. O M to the G, right? So anyway, uh, the next movie came back around, and all this stuff was kind of going on, and everything, and they were trying to figure out how to go get Thanos and this, that, and the other, right? Well, when they ultimately came to the colonies and they're coming back to get Thanos and get their revenge to avenge the Avengers, right? The fallen ones, right? When they eventually figured out how to do all of this and everything, um, it's kind of a couple parts of the movie. I really enjoyed first of all when they brought everybody back together. But it was also as well a good process, you know, when they ultimately killed him because it was, you know, spoiler alert, they actually win, of course. But at the same time, if you haven't seen, you know, the last Avengers, don't don't hate me. Uh, they eventually killed Thanos, of course, but Stark dies. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> Tony Stark died, and the only way he could do it is actually take on the Thanos hand himself. You know that jaw dropped you at that time when that happened, right? Okay. Okay, I know exactly, right? You feel the same way, man. It's crazy. So anyway. It was a beautiful thing, man. Uh, I mean, it wasn't beautiful. It was messed up. But at the same I time, like the I'm same glad it worked. Dying is tragic. But, but I admitted that it was tragic. You thought two of the people dying was beautiful. I thought the idea. What kind of a sick person no, does that? No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Y'all see what I have to deal with over here? Anyway, we got to The move. differences of okay, this? Oh, my goodness. Okay. You got to pray with me on celebrating that difference. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, that's that. So, the next question. Old dead people. That's so sad. Mm, yeah. Old people? <laughs> 
Um, the next question is: If money and or childcare were no <laughs> object, where would you? Where would be your idea of the perfect New Year's Eve? Mm. For me, it would either be Greece, Dubai, or uh, let's say Greece, Dubai. I'd say Hawaii. What was my other one? They were all. They're all near each other. Yeah. Greece, Dubai, or um, Paris. That's that was the other one that I had. Yeah, Hawaii probably I'd say for me, or um, another place I'd probably say. I really enjoy Tokyo. Actually, I've still haven't. I've never been before, but I've always, I've always seen so many different you know images of it and everything, and so many different. It's a place that I actually have on my bucket list. I want to go one day, you know, yeah. before I die ultimately. But I really you know uh, think that'd be a cool spot because I've seen a lot of different you know activities and things that people do there and everything. It almost looks like a bigger version of New York City, pretty much. But it's just such a vibrant place and everything. Definitely more people. So <laughs> cool thing. So all right guys we this is the end of our podcast this is the end of this episode what episode is this i believe it's six or six or seven i believe it's something like that yeah, yeah. well yeah. we appreciate and this was fun <laughs> yeah this is fun we appreciate you guys hanging with us every week for another episode of my kind of crazy be sure to subscribe rate rate the show comment and share it with somebody share this co- uh, podcast with somebody that yeah. needs to be encouraged in their marriage and like we'll try to be transparent and real with you guys. So And happy Father's Day to all the fathers again. out there, man. Yes, Love happy you guys. Father's Day. We we uh whether you're listening to our <clears throat> Father's Day or after Father's Day, we appreciate you. We love we you. Celebrate and we you. celebrate you. All right. All That's right. What it is. Have a good one, guys. See you.